use your need to know Smurf and Hutchman to every southern eight show Welcome Rugby Under 85 Competition Podcast brought to you by Smurf and Hutch. Welcome to week seven of 85's pod. Great to be here. Uh, this week we've got another special guest. Uh, as alluded to on Instagram, if you follow us, uh, he started playing 85's in 2007. He's played probably over an excess of uh, 250 85's games in Auckland, two club championships, one as captain. Uh, eight seasons for the Auckland Under-85 rep team. It is none other than Sam Knowles. How are you, Knowlesy? Good, mate. Cheers for having me on. Uh, stick around long enough in the grade and you'll end up on a podcast. So, <laughs> see how we go. Yeah, good, man. And uh, we've obviously got Smurf back again this week. Smurf, you well? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Yeah, you're fearing all right down there? Yeah, yeah. Nah, got the fire going. Almost drowned uh, last week out at Stratford, but... Um, yeah, uh, managed to survive that and get back to a bit of uh, sunlight footy this weekend. Nice, and the boys tracking pretty well. Have you got? Have you had any news on when your eighty-five team's getting up and up and going? Nah, no. Nah, we're sort of hanging hang out, waiting to um, hear. Uh, I think Massey are coming down to us, so we're just waiting to hear when that's going to happen. But we're starting to get pretty close to club finals, and then I think the hard season actually doesn't start. It finishes maybe the end of July, rolls into August, so it's going to be touch and go. So we'll see what happens. So yeah, hopefully get to see the boys uh, play. I've got knee surgery at the start of August, so it's a rapidly closing window. Yeah, oh, well, I'm, sh- I'm sure you'll make it. Yeah. Just a day surgery, surely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very good. Uh, well, um, we'll move on to Nolsey. Buddy, good to have you on, mate. Um, one of the, the legends of the of the grade, but very humble and modest. He probably wouldn't tell you uh, about some of these numbers that he's got behind him now. Um, so we'll, we'll hand it over to you, Nolsey. Started in 2007. Um, what got you into 85s and what's the, what's the journey been? Yeah, well, I uh, grew up in Auckland, um, went through Mount Talbot Grammar School. Uh, never played first 15, never got close, to be fair. I think I peaked at about fourth grade, which was probably... Under 78 or something in year 13. Um, finished up there and then, um, honestly, I can't even remember how I got into 85s. Um, I was keen to play, love code, so I was real keen to, to play club, but didn't want to play 19s or 21s. Uh, so somehow ended up in 85s. Um, so that was back in 2007. Um, and since then, um, yeah, played this year, must be 15 seasons. Uh, most of those are at YTAC out west. Um, and obviously now, um, last couple of years, been growing up with the Hussies, which has been good fun and enjoying some some good footy there. Yeah, bloody good. Okay, you summed that all up pretty quickly, to be fair. Been a bit of water under the bridge in that time. Obviously, Ytec no longer no longer around, well, no longer around in 85's grade anyway. What kind of what what sort of happened there? Was it sort of a mass exodus of uh, players or not mass exodus? I mean we we were we were really strong through 2009 through to 2014 2015 um a lot of the older boys started to to slip away um stop playing um and we just found it real hard to recruit new players mm. uh, we had a few coming out of calston and a few people all over the place but the last sort of 2018 2019 it's got real tough with numbers um like you've heard it said before, you really need a squad of 25 plus to, to be competitive. And we've been struggling to get 18, 20 players throughout the whole season. Um, it mm. just makes it real hard. So when was it? Must have been 
last year was the first year no YTAC team coming out of lockdown is pretty tough. A lot of the boys weren't keen to play, so mm. uh, made the call then that um, yeah, wouldn't have a YTAC team. Um, but hopefully, um, going forward, there will be one. Um, I think there's a place for a West Auckland team, whether it's at YTAC or Wider Matter, even suburbs, because um, I think offer the grade something a little bit different compared to other clubs. Um, so who knows what will happen going forward, but um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, good man. Of uh, a couple of banners couple of uh, championship semi? Uh, 2009 was the first one. Um, I was pretty lucky, actually, that it used to be, this is going way back before, before my time in 85, so there was a real strong wider matter team. Um, and they, they had a run of undefeated games, which was close to what the Raiders were doing. Um, I, I can't remember how many championships they won, but they got bored of the Auckland comp and went over to the Harbour comp for a few years and played at Marist. And then came back over in 2009 to YTAC. Uh, so I was lucky to, they sort of joined a team, half half those boys and half the existing YTAC team. And it was a real, real strong core. Um, and so 2009, we snuck into fourth place and played, I remember playing semi-final against GTEC down at Shaw Road in an absolute mud bath. Um, came away with the win there and then played Raiders in the final, which is just before their big run um, and bet them in the final without um, scoring a try. So a trials final for us. Um, so that was, that was pretty special for the club. Um, I, from memory as well, it was the first senior club championship for Waitakere. So um, the club were, um, you know, pretty stoked with that. And um, I remember as well for the, for the final, they put on buses from the stadium out to College Rifles, out to the turf. Um, so it was a big deal. And um, yeah, something was pretty special. Um, and then... 2013 um, was the next year that we um, made another run at that title and again finished fourth, um, snuck through into fourth spot, um, played GTEC in the semis again. Um, and in the last round of that season, actually, we played um, Bombers at the field day and we got absolutely pumped by them, by 40 to 50 points, absolutely annihilated them and played them in the final. Um, and once again, um, managed to, to get that championship with up team's going to try in the final, so um, another another special game, um, and then went real close to going back-to-back back in 2014, um, uh, played, heard Rodders on the potty talking about before, but disappointed he's a no-show tonight, because they had a few uh, few facts to iron out, um, <laughs> but played, played in that infamous final, we went to extra time, and, and no one could score, so GT won, because they scored the first try, um, it was a bit... You know, looking back now, it's a bit like the Cricket World Cup final. Um, lose on a rule that you didn't know about until halfway through the game and odd feeling to, um, yeah, to get to go through a final in extra time and, and lose because the other teams will try first. But as well as it is, just a bit bizarre. Yeah, well, feel, feel free to iron any facts you like, mate. Uh, <laughs> that stacked the team like Roddy would claim. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the things about Whitetack was... Um, you'd never really know who's turning up week in, week out. So you might play, you might play as one week in, in Pumpers, but then a couple of weeks later, might be they were playing at home. It'd be a totally different team. It's just, you know, it was available. So, yeah. <laughs> so you, um, you obviously played quite a few years there. I mean, and you said you didn't even know how you sort of turned up at, at YTEC, but you obviously, you obviously made some good mates out of playing there for all those years, did you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, I mean... It's like any team, sort of spending two nights a week with them and a whole Saturday through a whole winter, get 
um, you know, you do make a lot of mates, which, which is great. Probably one of the better things about 85s um, is that, that social aspect to it. And, you know, you, um, it's probably that that got me to go to the Hustlers in the end with, with Loza and Kiri out there and Big Carl Hamada as well. Um, you know, still wanting to play with those guys was was important. But yeah, plenty of guys from from Tech as well still still stand out in the memory and still um still seeing around and keeping tight. Pretty good. And you, I mean, the, the championships you won as well were, I mean, those were the days of what, like thirty teams in the grade or twenty to thirty teams in the grade. Yeah, absolutely, man. And um, like I was looking at a while ago at some of the old photos which have like the old um games played, and we played twenty plus seasons in a game. Like I think one season we had twenty two games, which is unreal. Yeah. Like that's um. It's a lot of code over over a year. Um, Serious bang for buck. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you'd, you'd end up playing five or six grading games, and then you'd split into championship and bowl and plate and play them, um, and then end up with. You'd, I think for a while they were even doing semi final final, and you'd have grading games afterwards to work work out who came sixth and seventh. It was yeah, not a favourite games to play in, but like I say, bang for bucks, all, all rugby, it's all good fun. Yeah. Well, how, what do you reckon about the standard um, of 85s back then versus now? I'd say player talent-wise, I'd probably say it'd be looking pretty similar. Um, but in terms of the way the game's played, it's, it's miles different now. And I think um, it's like trying to compare any era of rugby. Um, mm. The game just moves so fast. I remember when first playing 85s, it was revolutionary to be trying to play in pods and folks saying, no, 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 playing two groups of four, whereas now... If you're running that, you're probably a little bit behind what you should be doing. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, quality now is probably far better. It's probably quicker. Probably use a lot more of the field. Um, tricky as well, though, because you're comparing um, what we did at YTAC, which was pretty forward-orientated and all about the physical battle. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we were never a team to, to use the word team and spread it wide. We just wanted to beat things up a little, which um, probably did pretty well. Yeah, nice. Yeah, no, fair, fair comments. But yeah, I can imagine just with a bigger player pool, there would have been some pretty talented guys rolling around. Yeah, there definitely were. Um, I think the guys used to stick around a lot longer as well. Like, there seems to be a lot more guys mid late 30s. At Waitak, we, we had some guys in their 40s still playing and like being competitive as well. Um, we had a prop crew, and he, he was playing at 44. Um, obviously, he wasn't the most mobile around the pitch, but did the job well. Um, because now I think it's it's great you're getting a lot of these younger guys out of high school straight into 85s, but probably missing that group of players who are a bit older and sticking around, um, whether whether they're leaving for because of work or families or whatever. It's just it's, it's the way it is. Yeah. Do you reckon? Do you reckon back to what you said before though? Do you reckon the way the game has been played is harder for older guys to keep up now though? Maybe. What are you trying to say? Well, well, <laughs> well no, no, no. Well, you're, you're still playing, but you know, you know, there's no, there's, I mean, there's a couple of older guys playing at the moment in the grade, but yeah, absolutely. I, I probably, I probably agree with you. There's a lot more veterans back then. But yeah. do you think? Do you think it's just the, the the way the game sort of changed and sped up is maybe? There is a bit of that. There's there's no way you can hide on 95's field, and that's that's the thing now that you see is through one to fifteen, it's a similar skill set. Um, everyone has to be able to use the ball. It's not enough to just be able to stand at the edge of a ruck and, and tuck the ball under your arm every every couple of phases, go for a pit and go. Um, mm. So yeah, I definitely think you're right. Um, and you also played a few seasons in the Auckland team as well. 
seven yep. years or eight years actually, I believe, two as captain. You're, you're counting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. No, you actually provided me with some of this stuff about two years ago, but I've just, uh, I just dug it out. But you, the Auckland team back in the day, I hear, I've got a couple of, um, couple of questions from our Instagram um, to pull up, actually. But one of the questions from the gram was um, about the, and I won't say who it's from because it'd be giveaway, but apparently there's a few stories from a few. Did you go on any overseas tours with the Auckland team? It's the year before me, mate, and ah. it might be the last overseas tour for a while. Um, missed out on that one. I think, I believe as well, there's, I think I went to a Thailand tournament um, and there's some stories from that trip, which are, um, yeah, quite something. Um, yeah. So I don't know, don't know whether I'm, don't know whether you'd say pleased to miss out or not, but yeah, a couple of years before me, um, like I said, it might be the last overseas one for a while. Okay, I'm, so I'm, I'm misinformed. They threw a New Zealand Barbarians team as well out of um, that. Did you were you involved in that at all? Or yeah, 2010. So it used to be a real good comp. It was a 2020 comp, which was all the teams, all the 85s teams and Kings Valley would come up to Auckland for a weekend. Um, you'd play two or three games on a Saturday and then another two or three on a Sunday. And it was 20-minute halves, um, round robin, and then a final. And from that, they selected the Barbas team. Pretty good concept. Um, and special to be named in a New Zealand Barbarians team. Um, and we played a team from New South Wales. Um, they came over, we played curtain raiser to a blues game on Eden Park. Um, and then the following year, um, that Barbas team went over to Sydney and played over there as well. Um, so yeah, Barbas getting behind the grade for a while it was, um, was really, really good. Um, yeah, not sure what happens. Um, with that team would be good to see that come back, especially with you now that New Zealand um, Cup, um, getting a bit of players from across the country rather than just you know those four 85 teams who've been battling it up for a while. Yeah, sure. Um, another another question from the listeners, and this one's come up about five times, um, so you're going to have to explain yep. what happened to the original Spate Shield. Yeah, the original Spate Shield was a special shield. Um, had done the rounds and it's saying the same concept as the current one. It was a bit like the Ranfilly Shield. Um, beat the holders, you get to keep it. And so must have been after we'd won the won the comp, we held on to it and shared it around the team for a while. Since gone missing after a night out with the team. Um, the last the last I saw of it, it had a lion red sticker on the front of it. We went to leave the club with it and the lady at the club said, Oh, you can't take that home. It needs to stay at the club. No. Oh, okay, handed it over and never seen it since. So the boys reckon it's hanging on the lounge wall. Uh, I can promise you it's not. <laughs> no idea where it is. Best guess is it's in some, some cupboard at the bottom of the stadium. Um, no, no idea. Locked away. They play, for, they, play, they play for keeps out there. Yeah, they do. Um, the Raiders were pretty upset about it because it had their... One of the cool things... Uh, hadn't had it for a while, so I don't have to do it now, but it used to have like the little um, badges that you'd engrave. So you'd have... Um, you know, Waitaka, you had it for six games before they handed it on. Uh, so cool. Razor were a bit upset because they lost their shield that had their uh, had their proof of their, what was it, 30 games unbeaten, whatever it was. Um, it's a few more than that, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think they were a bit upset. Engrave it at the end of the season now, but um, you did, you, every time you won it, you got to engrave it. So I remember when the G-Tech actually beat the Raiders, they had gone and got it engraved that week. 
and then they somehow managed to lose it to us out at Cox's Bay. And it was sort of the first thing that George did on the Monday was get it up to the engravers and get it engraved. And sure enough, we lost it the next week as well. But um, <laughs> you know, get your get your mark in history. But maybe an omen. Maybe don't go and get it engraved straight away. But yeah. <laughs> we were a bit gutted. That was the first time. Well, at least we got to hold the original uh, space shield, I guess. Sort of... Yeah, probably a few scathing emails from Auckland Rugby, I imagine, after that, Nelsie. Yeah, for, a couple for, of send to the manager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah I think it almost went a year without getting replaced. I think um, I think David Gainsford got sick of my emails, so uh, managed to get it back. Yeah, it was a sort of a phantom trophy that you got to hold. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't quite have the same sort of thing, did it? Um, another question from the listeners, Nelsie. One training one training a week or two? Always always been two. Big fan of the two trainings. Um, it, was, it was always two at YTAC. And looking back, we probably should have changed it to one. Might have helped us a little bit just with getting numbers along. Um, but no, always a fan of two. More, more code, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, good man. Real code head. Love it. Um, most intimidating player you've played against in 85s? Most intimidating? Um, I think I played with most of the intimidating players. <laughs> being, being from Waitek. Um, most intimidating. Stumped me on that one. Uh, no worries, we can come back to it. We can come yeah, back to it. I think on that one. Okay. What about best player you've seen in the grade? You can name, you can name, a, you can name a couple if you want, but just flat out best players. Who comes to mind? There must have been a few over the years. Yeah. Um, tell you what, Geo in his prime was unreal. And he's probably one of the few players that as a team you would, um, in training the week before you played the Hussies, you would plan to play against him because he was that good. And so much the attack ran through him. Um, he, was, he was decent. And the number of times you'd come up from a from a scrum and you'd look behind you and Geo had scored and you had no idea how it happened was um, working in your account. Um, so put him up there. Um, always rated um, Matty Smith. He played for the Squids. Um, he played one or two years for you boys. Uh, one and a half. One and a half, yeah. Um, remember coming up against him and first first time he ran at me, you noticed it. You said, that guy can run the ball hard and mm. didn't stop for 80 minutes. Um, he's played, he played he's, with he's, him in the goals and just the work rate and just the stuff that he did was, yeah. He's, um, he's got a couple of caps for Spain now, a Spain national team. It's awesome. So he's got a, a Weetbix card as well, man, with his name on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you absolutely correct it. Yeah. Another question. Uh, if YTAC got going again, would you move back? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's coming from Dave Hutchins. Okay. <laughs> I'll probably... Oh. I'm enjoying it at the Hussies at the moment. Um, it's good to play in a team where you turn up and you, you know exactly who's going to be there. Um, and playing some quality footy with them as well helps. So you know, I'd say see, see it out at Hussies now. Yeah, good man. Good man. Good afternoon. Scoring bucket loads of tries as well, Nolsey. What's happening there? Uh, just lucky enough to piggyback on the back of a few malls, Smith. Um, a few five-metre line-up drives and lucky to be on the yeah. back. Um, yeah, are, you, are, you, are you calling the lineouts? <laughs> calling the drive? <laughs> may not be calling them, but I'm making sure I'm at the back of the mall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> probably not meant to be there, but um, yeah, if you're going to hey, score yeah. one, you've got to make it happen. So yeah, yeah, when you played 15 seasons, you did what you want. Absolutely. Yeah, fair enough. 
Then, so the other question I kind of sent through to you before we chatted as well was, well, two parts. I guess, what do you love most about the 85s? And is there anything you would kind of change or bring back or bring in as a new initiative? Like what, give us, give us a couple of thoughts on 85s from probably the most experienced player in the grade at the moment. Yeah. Um, thing I love about 85s probably the most is that it's one grade of rugby that caters for everybody who's obviously under 85. So if you're wanting to play rugby at a reasonable level, um, there's that for you. And, um, you know, there's, there's some quality footy games and a lot of quality players. So, um, you know, if you're looking looking for a grade which is competitive, um, it's there for you. But also if you want a grade that's more social um, and more about that aspect of the game, it's there too. So it sort of combines both of those things into one, which probably in Auckland rugby, you don't get so much in other grades. Um, but 85s, I think, does a good job at it. Um, so that's that's the first part. Um, what's the second part of the question, sorry? Uh, is, there, is, there any, is, there, is there anything you would change or bring in as a new initiative? I, I love the direction that it's heading in with that National Cup. Um, I think that's awesome. Um, I'm not, not sure what, what the rugby union's doing, but there's a lot of boys coming in from that, um, straight from high school into 85s now, which, which is great. Um, so at, at the Hussies, we've got a bunch of boys who've come from King's College. Um, they're quality players, mate. They're, they're good. Um, that's good to see because I don't think you always saw that. You sort of get a lot of players coming in early 20s rather than 18, 19. So I don't know what would change, but whatever they are changing, it seems to be slowly working. Um, good to see a few more teams in the comp, though. Um, some of those old teams coming back. Uh, I'm not, not quite sure what the answer is. Um, so, yeah. Man, it's a, it's a million dollar question. Yeah, that's a question for all of rugby in New Zealand, right? Um, you know, how do you keep those player numbers? How do you boost them up? Um, yeah. yeah, good stuff, Nalzi. And so, just to confirm, how many how many club games do you reckon you're on now? It's in excess of two fifty. Yeah, it wouldn't wouldn't be close to three hundred. Be two fifty, two sixty. Um, yeah, couldn't put a number on it. Have to go, oh, go right. back and count. I wouldn't mind seeing that on the um, Hussies team sheet. You know, they're not all for the Hussies, but maybe we could put a little asterisk next to it and just. Just to have them up there and keep keep count. I'm sure yeah. Michaela wouldn't mind keeping count of them for you. We'll work on that. Should do that. Yeah. Yeah, buddy, good. Oh, just on some of the boys at Whitex, some of the older boys would have racked up more than that number of games as well. Though, um, like some of you, I don't know if, if you guys know Boggs or Gareth. Um, he'd, yeah. be, he'd be easily 300. Like he he's playing late 30s, and he'd been playing since he was about 20. So he'd been doing 18, 19 years of. 20 plus games a season um, so he'd, he'd easily have more than me and there's other players similar to him as well um, just been around for years just loved it um, yeah there's that prop was it Damien? yeah Damo as well he, he's similar he'd, he'd be up there too um, and he'd he'd be close to most capped 85s Auckland player as well I think he was up around 40 games um, yeah quality prop man he's, he's good yeah, very good stuff Oh well, buddy, good Nelsie. We'll rip into some of the um, the results from, I guess, almost ten days ago now, and then we'll um, we'll come back to you at the end. Um, but it's been it's been a week since since the field day, and uh, obviously Rodders couldn't be here tonight uh, because I know he didn't want to have to talk about his loss on the weekend. Um, so he's he puts in his apologies. Um, 
But anyway, last week uh, at the field days, uh, game number one, well, most of the games are at one o'clock, but game number one we're going to review is Maris versus Fars. Um, Fars came out on top, 25-15. Smurf, did you get any intel on that one? Yeah, apparently the um, Fars were hissing to start off with it. I think they've been having a bit of a good social media battle during the week. I'd like to see more of that um, each week. Teams getting stuck in on Instagram, it's... Uh, really enjoyable for uh, the general public, which I am now. Yeah, the Fars got up to 22-0, so a bit of a slow start from the mob. A few penalties away, um, giving away and um, all that sort of carry-on, and then they finally flicked the switch and, and got into the game and, and obviously got back, but the Fars are too strong. Um, yeah, I said the Fars set-piece was really, really strong, and that sort of surprised them a little bit. I think Sam Jenkins, the student out wide, um, cut them up a few times. Uh, the student how'd the pilot go did you say did you mention the pilot nah nah but probably brilliant yeah probably yeah. You know, 10 beat defenders yeah. a couple of smash tackles yeah yeah they wouldn't have won without him for sure nah good stuff Far's going good another close loss for the mob the mob had a few close close losses um, yeah but... a sort of uh, few what ifs yeah unfortunately but hey, still plenty of footy to go um, and then we had DCs versus Pack thirty six five. I was I was calling it the blood match um, after last year's uh, incident at Field Days, but it looks like the debts uh, got up pretty comprehensively there. But a bit of a shout out to them as well. Actually, they played three games in pretty much seven or eight days. They had the national cup game uh, midweek, which they got up for over Cumu. Um, uh, quite comprehens- comprehensively, I think. I think they were down 5-0, but then they came out and won that one 40-5 or something like that. I'm probably quite wrong there, but it was approximately the score. Um, but then on field days, they played pack and sounded like a pretty good effort up front from the Dets. Um, I was actually hanging out with quite a few of the, um, the DCs in the weekend, and geez, did I hear about it, um, how good they're going at the moment. So I'll give them a shout-out. I know they're all pod listeners, which is great. Um, so yeah, the Dets got a few nice, uh, few nice tries through the forwards against Pack. Um, James James Duff going over for a a nice little pushover drive off a line out, um, and then I think the Dets were up about twenty four ten at halftime. Um, Pack came out pretty strong in the second half by the sounds. Um, the Dets picked up a couple of yellow cards in the second half. I'm not sure what that was for, but another couple to the tally for them. Um, but yeah, then the, the debts kind of rallied at the end and, and went pretty good. And the debts came out 36-5 winners. Apparently, Jack Laddie scored a nice runaway, um, the lock slash number eight at the end of the game to, to seal things. Um, so yeah, debts pretty happy with that. Three got three games in um, eight days and took up picked up three wins. From what I hear, the, the debts are coming. That's what they keep telling me. They told me a lot um, over the weekend. So I'm looking forward to seeing how those boys go. Um, and then we had the Legends versus the Raiders. Um, had a little bit of a chat to Big Jim before practice last week. Pretty disappointed, I think. Um, uh, I think it was pretty tight for the first 15 minutes. Uh, and then uh, Legends, unfortunately, threw a couple of intercept passes and we went down all of a sudden 19-3. Um, and then uh, a little bit more soft footy um, before the end of the first half and all of a sudden they were down 34-3. But big second half from the boys, uh, and they actually won the second half in the end by the looks. Um, the game ended up 48-17, so a little bit 
they can take a few positives from that, um, which they won't mind. And this week they've got their National Cup game against the Tanifars, who are kind of their traditional rivals as well in the grade, I'd say. So, um, yeah, they'll, they'll take the positives out of that result. Um, and then we had Waiheke versus Old Boys. Um, Old Boys 50, Waiheke nil. Um, watched a little bit of that game. Uh, Waiheke actually pretty solid at the start, and it looked like just near the end of the first half that um, the Old Boys got away a bit, and then I think they were probably up about 24-0 at halftime, and kind of was pretty consistent tries in the second half there, but from what I saw was a, a, a better Waiheke performance. Uh, and then on the 245 game on the number 10, uh, makes me smile, but 46-5 to the Squids over the Lizards. Um, I don't know, were you there on Saturday, Nalsey? I saw a few hussies there, a few swan drives. No, you didn't, yeah, you didn't, you didn't, yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, but yeah, it was a bloody good game. We're pretty happy with that. Uh, nice to have Matt. Up for it? Uh, the boys were pretty up for it, yeah. You know, but we were saying before before the game, it's one of those ones that you can get too up for it, you know, and you can be a little bit over aroused. Um, but they were actually the boys, the boys were good. We had a pretty good tussle in the forwards with uh, Snapper and I can't remember the prop, the other Eden's prop's name. I'll give them a shout out next week. But yeah, they're, they're, they were real solid in the scrum and that was a pretty even battle to be fair and they probably had the better of us. But uh, in the backs, AI went really well for us. Matt Jones at 12, got us some good front football. Um, and Matty Ward, good to have him back for a second game this year. Um, just managed to put together some tries, had Broth out on the wing, um, all sort of your old names. Um, came back and sort of put it together, which was nice. The rain held off, which kind of suited us as well. Because uh, I think, yeah, it was, it was pretty tough in the forwards for the boys, but fortunately it was dry, so we gave it a bit of air and, yeah, came out on the, the right side of the ledger, which was nice. Yeah, as I said, I saw some good performances from the Eden boys. I think Snapper scrummaged really well, and I can't, yeah, I wish I could remember the other Eden props name. He was good as well. Um, and Josh was probably their standout back by far as well on the wing. He's gutsy. He absolutely... Um, flattened a couple of our boys, um, which was pretty normal service for him. Um, so yeah, that was that was that, and yeah, good to good to see all the teams um, in the club afterwards. Um, a few lies, a few yarns. It was all it was all good stuff. Um, and then the last game, well, the only game in the weekend just gone was a national cup game. Old boys went down to Fraser Tech and Golden Point extra time, twenty points to seventeen. Um, as we alluded to, the reason for Rodders not being on the pod tonight um, is off the back of, back of this result. Um, but I'll let Smurf, I'll let Smurf talk you through it because um, we got a voice message earlier that was quite emotional from Rodders. But um, I'll let I'll let Smurf just sell it for us. Yeah, it was pretty emotional, but um, it was quite good that she had a stream on it as well. So saw a little bit of that as well. But the um, old boys got up um, pretty early. I think it might have been 17 7 or something along those lines. Um, and then it sounds like they just sort of pumped the brakes a bit too much. And the boys from Hamilton got up with 17, kept getting closer and closer to them. Um, then got 17 all. Um, then, yeah, got into Golden Point, which I must say is a hell of a lot better way to finish a game of footy than, um, you know, first try and all that sort of shenanigans that went on last year in the Golden Point um, in the um, National Cup last year. Yeah, it's a bit of a shambles when teams are, you know, travelling to to play games and then have to go back on the bus having lost by a first try score or something along those lines. It's pretty ratchet. So, um, going point pretty exciting. Yeah, it looked like it was a bit of toing and froing, and then Fraser Tech got a big uh, 
put the ball quite deep into GTEC territory. GTEC cooked the line out and um, they just got close to the posts and I think it was the centre just jabbed it over from about 10 metres in front of the post. Pretty yeah. exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was, it, it wasn't it wasn't the best sequence of rugby I've watched that I watched that last couple of minutes as well. It was pretty dusty line out and then <laughs> The the drop the, the drop goal wasn't the sweetest thing you've ever seen, um, but in fact it did, it did the job when they were wrapped. Yeah, yeah, a lot of excitement, and um, yeah, look, they're, they're well out for it. I think it would have been a hell of a trip home for them. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if there was a bit of feeling in that game, but I saw there's a there's a few of the Fraser Tech boys were dishing out a few head rubs to the old boys after that, which <laughs> made me laugh. Yeah, um, and uh, I'd say. <laughs> The old boys, they love a gritty um, game like that. They're certainly giving you a bit of lip. So um, I know we've had a few one-pointers with them, but yeah, you do look for a good head rub after the final one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, buddy. Um, yeah. Hard lines, the old boys, though. They were, yeah, they'll be gutted with that. But still, still they're still uh, sitting pretty pretty nicely in the Auckland comp. So that's, their, I guess, their focus now. I'll bring up the table, but I guess the other week, I actually um, was keeping up with a few of the other scores in the national comp over the weekend. The Otago Bush Pigs looks like they got up over the Pleasant Point Mud Dogs today, so that's a bit of a composite team down in Otago. Look fairly dangerous, actually. They've got some good players, a couple of premier players playing in that team, um, which is effectively, by the looks, sort of just an Otago 85 rep team, but, um, you know, good to get it off the ground down there anyway. Um, but, yeah, it'd be nice to see them make a deep run, and there's a few... Uh, there's probably a few guys from up these ways that are connected to that team. So shout out to the Bush Pigs. But yeah, so yeah, as the, as the table stands now, uh, Squids are on top on 28 with a um, with a game in hand. Hussies are in, sorry, they don't have a game in hand. The Hussies are in second with a game in hand. Uh, Old Boys uh, in third on 21. Lizards, fourth, 17. DCs, fifth, 17. Raiders, six, 14. Pack, uh, seventh on 10. Fars eighth on nine, Marist ninth on seven, Legends in tenth on one, and Waiheke yet to, yet to get off the mark um, in eleventh. Um, so yeah, it be, looks pretty tight there. Obviously, Eden and DC's uh, fourth equal at the moment. Um, I have it on good authority that if you are joint at the end of the season, it goes back to the tiebreaker is what the result was in the game. Um, the result in the game was a draw. So they would then go to points differential. So, yeah, that could be interesting. And because their points differential, is only, there's only 10 points difference between the two of them at the moment. So that's going to be a hell of a race um, for that fourth spot. Having said that, though, the Raiders still within shooting distance. And to be fair, probably a pack in the far. So could be a good race come the, come the end of the season. But we'll look forward, we'll look ahead to this week anyway. And um, we'll get you uh, to give us your two cents as well, Nolsey, and make some picks. Uh, first up, we've got uh, Fars vs Legends on Friday night. Uh, that's a Auckland 85 comp and also a national comp game as well. Um, so I'm not sure that, that actually matters. Maybe it's a bit more on the line. Um, Friday night game. Uh, so apparently, uh, I had it on good authority that it was actually a, a Legends home game for the national cup, but a Fars home game for the Auckland comp. So they negotiated a Friday night game because that's what the Legends wanted, but they're going to play it at uh, Grammar Tech. But yeah, what do you reckon, fellas? Smurf, we'll go with you for a start. Yeah, I think Friday night, a bit of rain in Auckland this week. Those GTEC fields will be probably horrific. 
Same with Cutoff Waterworld on Friday night. So I reckon it'll be, um, it'll be unders and I'll, I'll go tip the, tip the bars. I think they, yeah, they just might find a, um, a way to win. But I think it'll be ugly. I think there'll be a story to it. Oh, good, good. Nosey? Yeah, I'll go the same. I'll go fast, 12 and under. Those Friday night games are always a bit funny. They sort of had a few weird results popping up, but I think, I think the fars will be too good on that one. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to go Legends again. I'm throw, I've been throwing points at them all season, but um, they haven't done it for me yet. But I'm going to go them unders. Could be a few celebrity appearances this week, apparently. That's the oil. So who knows? Who knows? We'll go Legends unders. Old boys versus Dets. Nosey, what do you reckon? I think DCs have got that one, eh? They had a couple of good results the last few weeks. So I think they might, um, I think the old boys might struggle a little bit there. Um, no, no bounce back from the loss of the National Cup. I'll go. DC's unders. What about you, Smurf? Oh, it's a tough one, isn't it? I think it's going to be... It's going to have a pretty big bearing on the comp, isn't it? Yeah, so, massive. This is a this is a, uh, this is a semi-final spot up for grabs in this game, I reckon. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go with Nolsey. I think I think the, um, the DC's might just sneak it. Um, but I think you're going to get a, a pretty gritty performance out of the old boys as well. Yeah, I think there'll be a few text messages going to Theo Gow this week. You know, Maybe see if we can, um, you know, sort that lead pass out and put romance on to the side for a couple of hours on Saturday and, and play a bit of footy with the boys. Yeah, for his 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 turnout's been piss poor this year. So he was at he was at um, he played the Waikiki game, but I think that's his only cap this year. Terrible. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with you boys as well. I'm actually going to go debts overs. To be fair, I got told about I got. I got <laughs> I got told about 400 times on Saturday I don't pick them enough, even though I do pick them. Um, so I'm going to pick, pick them 13 plus and see, we'll see what happens, eh? Then I can go back to not picking them if they lose. But no, nah, I genuinely, genuinely think they'll, it'll, fuck, it'll, be, it'll be a tight game, but I mean, the debts are travelling pretty well, so yeah, you can go with debts. Um, and then we've got Hussies versus Taipans. Two Hussies men looking at me at the moment. Fellas, 13 plus. Yeah, lock it in. Um, had a couple of weeks off because we had the bye before, before the weekend, so uh, it might be tricky having that sort of a break, but I think um, Jack's got the team humming pretty well, so we'll be, we'll be good to go on the weekend. Yeah, nice. Um, how's the body holding up, Nosey? Is it all right? Yeah, good, man. Two weeks off does it wonders. Um, but no, it's been actually real good this year. We managed to keep clear of all those little niggles and that, so running running well. Yeah, based on that, I'm going to go 13 plus as well. If you're feeling good, I'm feeling good. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely jumping on the 13 plus bandwagon. The uh, it might have been two weeks off footy, but it hasn't been two weeks off uh, the the social side. The boys have been humming. They had it. Yeah, I saw they were having a few beers at the field day, which looked like good fun. So they were getting pretty yeah. vocal. They're getting pretty vocal. No one, no one was getting speared in the in the lizard squids game. Both teams were getting booed by the hussies. I think so. It was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I. Uh, it was about the only thing you said to the boys when um, I was up in Auckland was just make sure you abuse the shit out of the squids in particular, but also give it to the lizards as well. So that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah, they got it. And then we've got lizards versus Maris. Nosey, what do you reckon? I, I would love for Maris to get up here, but I think those lizards forwards might just be a bit too strong. Um, that's why we have to go lizards unders um, as much as I'd love the Maris to upset them. Unders. Smith. Yeah, I think I think the lizards will be. Um, they won't have enjoyed a couple of weeks ago, so I think they would have been working hard and they'll be rearing to go. So 
Oh, I think it could be a bit of a, a lizard's back clash. Eh? I, I think it's going to be 13 plus. Yeah, it's a hard one. I didn't see the Maris game versus Squids. I don't really know how the how Maris were in the Fords, but yeah, the Lizards were definitely strong up front. So based on that, I will take the Lizards, but I'll go unders. But in fact, the, the Lizards have put plenty of points on this year as well, so could easily could easily um, put a few points on, but I'll go unders for now. Um, Maris seem to keep, keep most teams pretty close, so we'll go Lizards unders. Um, and then last game of the Auckland comp this weekend, Raiders versus Waiheke. Looks like Waiheke making the trip back over to Auckland, actually. Smurf, what do you reckon? Oh, so what the so Waiheke, it's not at Waiheke. Nah, it's, it, it looks like here it's at um, Rifles, unless, unless uh, Logan's uh, forfeited the home yeah, game totally and making Logan. the trip. Yeah, that's rubbish management. Everybody, I think every other team switched their home game to, to head over to Waiheke. Yeah. I'd be having a strong talk to the Raiders management, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think the Raiders will be too strong there. I think they're starting to uh, notch up a few wins. Was, yeah, probably, again, I think maybe some of their results earlier in the season might end up costing them a little bit. Um, but uh, they seem to be on a bit of a roll now, so we'll see how they get to. Uh, Snozzy, thoughts? Yeah, Raiders 13 as well. Um, Raiders overs. Played them a couple of weeks ago, and they weren't, they weren't too bad. Um, so I think they'll be too much for Waiheke. Yeah, ditto. I'll go Raiders overs as well. They're, yeah, they're handy out for day. Good, good, real good pull pack in particular as well. Um, so, so, yeah, we'll go Raiders overs. Um, and then Squid's got the bye this weekend playing Cracker in the New Zealand Cup on Saturday. I won't ask you guys to pick that. Um, but, yeah, it should be an interesting Correct. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. I, that's quite an ask you. Yeah, it's going to be a fucking tough game. That's a, it's a tough draw. We have to say, um, Cracker of the top counties team. So if we, are they coming up or are you going going down there? Uh they're coming up here. Okay. They actually, um, I don't know if any. Of the, uh, I think there's actually a couple of boys from counties that listen to this, but um, they were pushing real hard to play in Queen's Birthday weekend, and we were like, like, why do they want to play so bad in Queen's Birthday weekend? And we were just like, now, nah, like a lot of few of our boys already planned to go away because we had a bar, uh, we had a, we've got the weekend off, and we got a few more emails like really pushing for it. And then last week, I saw on the, the county's Facebook page that the Cracker Prems had the buy on Queen's Birthday weekend. So, <laughs> hence, hence why there was a bit of an appetite to play Queen's Birthday weekend. But, uh, so, kind of, yeah, yeah, hopefully, the, hopefully, dodged a bit of a bullet yeah. there. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, they were bloody handy last year. So, Anyway, we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much us. Apart from, we've got a couple of quick fire questions for you, Nozzle. We've actually probably covered a few of them already, but um, I'm sure you've got a lot of experience in the grades, so you should be able to offer, some, offer us some good stuff on these. So, kick you with a few questions, give us your answers, um, and any yams off the back of it, and we'll move on. Uh, so, where are the best showers, Nozzle? Easily Trust Stadium, number one changing room. Uh, always hot, always clean, um, doesn't give any better. Are, are they communal or cubicles? Yeah, they are not communal. Uh, we're going six, six to the room. Um, oh, so nice. Always good to get in there after one. Yeah, fair enough. Are you, you're obviously a jock soft man. Always. Yeah, yeah. No, you wouldn't have lasted that long in the grade boring your jocks in the showers, would you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you enforce it? Nah, not really. I'm, I'm not I'm not a rod farley. Yeah. I'm to police that. Yeah, fair enough. It's a bit hard to when you're a school teacher as well, David. I don't know how 
how it goes, Jeff. Especially, um, yeah, especially for the younger boys on the team. Not, not far. Other school is still in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's twenty twenty one after all. Um, what about club with the best food, Nolsey? This is a tough one. Sampled a lot of quality food. Um, probably can't answer Point Chef K Fry either. So it's a, uh, that's definitely a favourite. Um, best after match feed though would have to be. I mean, Pakaranga a couple of years ago put on a real good lasagna. It might have been after a girls game actually. Oh, it was. So, yes. I rated that. So it's the only good thing they've got going from the Pakaranga side. <laughs> Oh, that was, yeah, massive. That was actually a bloody good lasagna. Right? I, th I think a few of the boys still talk about that. It was a good food. Yeah, no, good. yeah. yeah. definitely. Uh, uh, still high on my list. Um, Pre-match fizz-up song. You, do you listen to music pre-game now? So you'd probably be more just in, in your own head, wouldn't you? No, not not a big uh, not a big fizzle before the game. Sort of like to keep a bit more relaxed. Uh, if I have to, I'd probably put something put something bogan and whiskey on on some or. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's, I prefer just to relax and have a chat with the boys in the shed. Yeah, shorter yeah. the warm up, the better. You got any? You got any pre-game rituals you you uh, you abide by? Um, no, zero. Just get get ready as close to the game as you can. Short warm up and straight into it. Um, I, I'd be good after like a jog from the change into the ground. I'd be good to go. So you're you're a coach's you're, you're a coach's worst nightmare. Still in the still in the sheds, and the boys are trying to do line outs or something. Good stuff. And we've we've kind of talked about the best player. What about best off field player? Yeah, um, go go back back to Whitech years ago. There's a guy there, um, Jay Jason Halloran, and he, he took to to run the cold trophy team. And there's always good value. Um, always carve a bowl at the ready straight after the game, and always um, always something planned for the night. Um, so. Him, um, though potentially the young lad coming through the hussies at the moment. Give a shout out to Aquaman. Um, he's really proved himself off the field. I think a lot of potential. Uh, grandma, grandma, old boy. So I don't know if he was tutored by Theo Gal going through, but <laughs> similar, similar mould. Uh, oh, really? Give it a couple of years, and it could be, could be good points. Let, let your imagination run wild. Yep, that's it. Ah, very good. Oh, well, thanks for jumping on, Nolsey. Absolute pleasure to have you on. Um, I'm sure I'm sure you must be the most kept 85s player running around at the moment. I can't think of anyone else. Um, but we'll let you, we'll, we'll give you that status for now anyway. It's gone on the pod. It's, it's gospel. It's official. That's official. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, good luck for this weekend and good luck for your two trainings this week. Absolute pain in the ass, but I'm sure you get through it. Um, and we'll uh, we'll catch up with you as well next next week, Smurf, and uh, we'll digest again. Sounds good. Cheers, fellas. Bloody Go good. well, Nolsey. Cheers, lads. Cheers, boys.